protein. Protein. All right, we can cut that in sooner. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, fellow classmates, and welcome back to your session of Good Better Quest. Thank you for joining us on episode 11, titled Cave Robbers or Siggy Blows It. Last time, the team encountered some twig blights, which they completely destroyed. They found the Nilbog Cave and discovered a magical aloe that healed all their wounds. Peter ran off and the team found the Nilbog playing what can only be described as the organs. After a brief encounter with the Nilbog, the team grabbed the trumpet and took it to Moth outside, where she found out it wasn't the trumpet. Tack, in her frustration, threw a book at Peter, who's no longer Peter. And the Nilbog showed us his nutcracker. What'll happen this time? Will they ever find the real trumpet? What exactly is the Nilbog? Sit back and relax and enjoy this episode of Good Better Quest. Fungeon Master David Hallman. With me, as always, is the cool party who told me to stop introducing them, so that's cool. Woo. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys are standing outside this cave that's covered in vines with uh, Moth, who is holding the splintered remains of this trumpet of lies. mahogany trumpet, and she she just looks around. And you can't see her face because she's wearing a mask, but you can tell that she is furious. Can we tell from her eyes? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You like, you can just see the fires of rage. Is she she giving off like a the like Tyra Vegeta Kai of just like Yeah, know. she's she's got that she's got those anime fumes coming off. Okay. I like okay. the two different yeah. references where I'm like, Oh, Tyra Banks, how you smile with your eyes and then we've got Nolan over here being like like Dragon Ball Z. Well, we have so many Dragon Ball Z, you know, intro references, I figure we might as well just lean into it. Oh yeah, no, I forgot to say welcome back to Dragon Ball Z. Uh, or or uh, previously on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> also, Nolan, what are you drinking? Well, I know I've established myself as the smallest character and the healer, but I'm also a wicked dude bro in real life if you haven't figured out by all the White Claw and LaCroix. Uh, so this time, I'm just straight up drinking protein because daddy needs. All right, Moth is there, just, just fist clenched, enraged, and she says, we went through all of that for nothing. I mean, technically, Moth, we went through more than you did because you ran away once you had what you thought you needed. Just say What they needed, dear. What they needed. They get it first for whatever it is that they need it for. Is anyone else confused as to why a prophecy exists that would have these things saving the speakers? Siggy is standing at right outside the, the lip of the cave mm-hmm. and she's looking at the vines and like she has a bolt from her crossbow that she's just poking the vines with and she's she's trying to study where they came out of and what they just did and <laughs> and trying to figure out what happened to Peter while she's doing this. Uh, guys, Peter had a book and uh, I got to, to read a little bit and, and it said something like, we can't leave? I, do you think that was about the goblins not being able to leave? Or you think maybe the the trumpet can't leave? Like, you think that's why they all died? Or you think it was the, the nilbog that can't leave? What, what do you guys think that was about? We don't we don't know who the we is, right? I mean, not for yeah. sure, but I'm just saying that was in the book. We gotta get that book. Maybe that is a clue? Well, where's the book? Uh, I kind of threw it at Peter. Uh... Moth, like, it just kind of looks at you and says, you threw You were standing literally right there, Moth. I threw the book. I was. That one's on me. True. True. So I I guess, I guess we should probably get that. Siggy turns around to Damakos 
because he was the only other person who seemed to like get close to hurting the nilbogs i mean like i blasted one i hit one right at the beginning with the book and then damakos <laughs> i hit him with the book hit him right? with witch bolt yeah but it didn't work next round siggy though since she's a gnome has advantage on wisdom intelligence and charisma saving throws so Siggy wants to go back in and try and talk to them and not Kamehameha one into the wall. I'm definitely down for that because they didn't seem yep. they didn't seem like they wanted to fight us. Siggy turns to Damakos. Hey, you and me need to go in and distract them since we're not going to get charmed. I can help with that. And then Siggy turns to Tack and says, you need to be super stealthy and find the book and bring it out to Moth. Which is cool, because I have an expertise in stealth. Exactly. <laughs> and then she turns to Durak, and and she goes up to his knee, because that's about where her face is, and she gives his knee a very loving stroke, and she says, just just make sure Moth doesn't run away. Got it. And then Siggy marches into the cave. Splitting the party. She, she looks at you and, and nods and uh, tries to find a stump to sit down on. When she does, she pulls out a flask and uh, offers you a pull. Oh, thanks. Then Durak tilts it and he takes a healthy pull. She, uh... Have we already gone in or are we she lifts, listening to this too? Yeah, you guys you guys are in. Well, I, I just want to do this real quick. This is... I, I, I like the idea of this scene. I wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing it. Oh, yeah, you're good. Moth uh, lifts her mask just a little bit to get the to get the flask under there and as as she tilts her head back to get a swig you can see her chin is is smooth purple skin and she puts the mask back in place and she says i work for myself i have interests in studies oh i um all right i'm sorry doug what what were the other questions who do you work for what exactly do you want with this trumpet and how do we fit into this whole thing? Who are you working for? Okay. She she's you know, she says, I work for myself to further my studies. There are so many artifacts like this around the world, and I they need to be studied. They they hold such strange and awesome power that we need to understand them. You fit into this um, because you were here and also looking for the same thing. You also told me that these people need this instrument to help set them free, and I can't rightly feel good about taking it from them before they use it for what they need. I'm going to take it to my study... And I'm going to... All right, all right. Here's my real question. You gonna sit there till they get back? <laughs> Wait, you, you said, are you gonna sit still while they're in there? She, uh, she, she picks up uh, her flask and kind of shakes it. And she says, I'd say mostly full. So however long it takes us to finish this, I suppose. And she, she hands it to you. Yeah, I guess you guys hang out drinking outside. Can we periodically cut back to this just to see what they're talking about, what they're doing? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> we can. We have to come in mid-sentence, though. So, like, it's going to need to be <laughs> That's rehearsed. That's why I don't deal with goblins anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I shat pancakes for a month. It was weird. <laughs> And, and and to this day, I can't hear whispering melodies without getting an erection. <laughs> well, yeah. I know how we're starting this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so we go back inside. Tax Siggy and Damakos, you hear sounds of, of Nilbog laughter in the distance. And, and a little bit more of that haunting bagpipe noise. Yeah. The meat bag pipe. Siggy turns yeah. around and looks at, at Tack and Damakos. She looks at Tack and says, I need you to make sure they don't see you when you grab this book. I'm going to try and distract them as much as I can. She looks at Damakos. She says, I need you to assist me with this. Try and not get charmed, but also try and make sure I don't die. Siggy takes off her pack, 
Okay. And she lays down her weapons when she gets to the edge of the room that they were in when they fought the Nilbox. And she walks in with, with her hands up, and she walks to the one that was playing the bagpipe when they first came in. Are they, so they're both still in the same room? Both of them? Uh, yeah, they, they've, they, uh, they've moved back, like, however far they chased you down the hallway, they've moved back to, um, uh, that, that big area. Shit, I was hoping they'd be separate. uh, that way I could just look like one of them and go. <laughs> well, you, like, the book is is also, like, you threw it down the hallway, like, towards Peter, who was behind you. So yeah, you're... It should be not far from me. Yeah. Give me a stealth check real quick, Nicole. Four plus 14, 18. Cool. These things have a minus one to perception, and they rolled a 17. So you, you got lucky there. All right, so... Siggy, what are you saying as you approach it with your your hands up? The the Nilbogs have noticed you, and they st- you hear Brrr! as they stop the the bagpipe and say, "Oh, she's definitely look trying who's to coming back in here." Get their attention, so she's not trying to like be quiet or not make noises. She comes in and she she looks at them and says, "Hey, that was my bee. I didn't I Buddy. didn't." mean to do what i did i'm sorry i misread the circumstances but i'm here to play a game oh uh, how, how close do you think sh- this guy's gonna let her get let me ask you that i i mean so far he hasn't stopped you uh, neither one of them have stopped you is there's peter and the og nilbog democos is shortly behind siggy by the way like i'm behind you also hands up you know okay Offering apologies as well. Are they close enough that I can be within 15 feet of both of them? Yes. Okay. She's going to go. Like, you you can walk 15 feet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're right next to each other, so yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to go, and I'm going to sit down, you know, crisscross applesauce with my hands up, and I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. You, you cast Detect Magic. You do see in the OG Nilbogs the horn that's tied to his side. Is uh is glowing with magic. Is anything else? Is the bagpipe magic? No, that's just horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> is there any magic that they're like connected to? Is it just the trumpet? It seems like it's just the trumpet. There is a little bit of um another magic field uh glowing about them. You know the school of magic when you look when you use detect magic. And the glow that is around them is a type of spell, which we all know. Evocation. Evocation. For our listeners who may not know, can we review? It's, just it's, just, it's an evocation. Not, uh, not for any of us. Yeah, the school of... <laughs> the, the school of evocation, which I believe actually... For them and for our DM apparently. As a healer... Just Google it. <laughs> I believe even for Siggy, you know evocation is like the the main school for healing magic. Yes. So like yeah. speaking speaking and casting things. Yeah. Rather than like rituals and destruction and illusion. That, that godless stuff. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she she just sits down and she asks them essentially if they want to play twenty questions because she's trying to get information out of them. So what are you guys? First, give me a persuasion check. 13. What's okay. your rule on assisting, David? You know what? You're there. You, you've you established you're with her. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage, Siggy, because Damakos is, is kind of trying to help you seem less intimidating. That would be a 13. Next <laughs> one a 7. So. Nothing if not consistent. So the persuasion, you're good. Roll me a deception check to see if you are still hiding... Attack. Uh, that's a 22. Okay. I, I assume, have I gone to, have I found this book? You have found the book. Like, it's not too far from the entryway. I would think. I feel like she would leave. Yeah. Like, real talk, I think I would go leave with Moth, to go be with Moth and Durak and see what we can figure out in this book. If you guys can figure something out and then come back in, all you got to do is shout at us. But, like, if you're standing there, we can't go get them. So, Durak, get ready to put your thinking cap on. We're gonna try to read. <laughs> Wolfgar goes punch. <laughs> uh, yeah, are we moving to the outside part? Or are we gonna stick with Ziggs and Damakos right now? You're going back out after getting the book. We go back out. Moth is 
just uh, finishing up a story with Durak, and she says, you know, and um, I just, I haven't, I haven't seen her since. And you know what? I wonder if maybe it's, it's my fault she ate the whole cat. <laughs> oh, come on now. You can't blame yourself. Just because you put the cat on the plate. Uh, oh, hey, Tack. And he stands up and he's a little tipsy. Uh, but he stands up and he changes his chain of thought. Uh, and he's dusting himself off, <laughs> scratching his belly. I've been thinking. These are Krakatoa. And these uh, 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 fishy people. It just don't seem right to me that they'd be up on two legs like people, much less <laughs> fighting wars and such. You think bird birds and fishy fish got any business walking around like folks? It just ain't right. <laughs> She nods and and uh, raises her flask and says, "Here, here." Nice. Oh yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> See, with that, all I can think of is like the next quest we go on. If he sees a fish or a bird doing something they're not supposed to, Durak, like not thinking, is just gonna like chop their legs off. Like you're not supposed to have these. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> Tech is visibly confused and concerned and uncomfortable by what she has just walked in on. Moth, uh, Moth screws the top back on the flask and, and slips it back into her cloak. And uh, she says, ah, good to see you, Tech. What have you got? Yeah, hold up the book. Can I do a little shake, shake? Look, I got it. Ah. So, uh. So have you read it? <laughs> let's see if we can figure something out with this. Is there a title on the book at all? Or is this like just a journal? Uh, no. But I mean, just just like opening it up and and like seeing some of the pages, you, it, it looks like a journal. Is there any sort of role I can do to just get to a relevant part? <laughs> uh, give me an investigative check. Yeah, an investigation check to see if you um can just like skim it well enough. Oh shit, that's a nat twenty. Sweet. Fuck yeah, give me those pages. You're you're those a dice fucking are so speed much better reader. than my old one. <laughs> I've rolled two seventeens and a twenty. Nice. You you're a speed reader over here. You're you're just looking at it, picking up everything from every page. So while you're looking at it, you realize it's it's kind of a log, like a guard's log. It it talks about, you know, things being pretty plain, nothing really going on. And then uh, it slowly starts to turn into more of a personal journal. You see that the person writing about it has, like, looking at the dates on the log, it's unnatural how long this book goes for. Like, to what extent? Like, to the, you know that a goblin's lifespan is, as we all know. (laughs) It's not long, I know that. <laughs> About two turns. <laughs> not one turn. Yep. So it's it's strange because the date goes back like two hundred years, which is about one hundred years longer than a typical goblin's lifespan. And there's no change in the handwriting. Like it's very clear. This is all a single goblin. Same handwriting. Same signature. Everything same signature he signs his journal entries of course do you not no who the fuck does that like sincerely me like that's i don't what I, do. <laughs> I mean who would do that i mean it's not like i'm counting on the world to just fall into chaos and then my journal to be found by like some guy and published you know, i mean at the, the journal, beginning David of Holman. my journals it'll say what my name is although to be fair and doug has seen this because of an improv that we've done Way back in the day, my journal entries began with Dear Lord, and then there was essentially me journaling and then signing off as myself. Yeah, Dear Lord is in like Dear David. So <laughs> And not like not like Dear Lord, like Dear Lord. Yeah, I was I was pretty rad. <laughs> Fuck yeah. In in the journal he talks more and more about how um it he thinks it's the tree the tree that's you know growing into this cave the roots and the vines and everything that's keeping them alive longer and how another goblin guard left to uh, get something uh, a few days ago and almost immediately after leaving the cave just turned to dust so it's almost as if this also to a certain extent stops aging but once you exit the, it catches up. 
that and like he's he's mentioned that the the tree is just has healing properties so he's like the knight from indiana jones and the last crusade exactly and and he talks about how like nobody is you know coming to steal the the trumpet it seems but he still stands guard he and his other two guards whoa he and his other two yeah you found remember there were so they're only supposed to be three Three guards. But there's a shit ton of goblin bodies. There there were, I thought there were just two. Yeah, there were just two in, in the hall. Oh, I thought you made it sound like there were a lot of goblin bodies. No. Because I remember we looked at the armor and stuff, but in fact it was just three. I guess it depends on what you would consider a shit ton. Yeah, one dead body's usually like enough for me. Like two would be a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what you get from the, uh, yeah, the journal. Okay, so there were, just to make sure I'm following, there were... Three total that were there, according to the journal. When we saw the bodies, the bodies were reflective also of three. Yes. The one that turned to dust, that that was an entry before he mentioned how many guards there were. So originally well, there were four. I was just thinking about how we've got these two goblins, no bog things, and I was trying to figure out if they were related. But if he said there were three and now there are the bodies of three, I don't think that would... no. There were three goblins, two bodies on the ground, and one nilbog in the cave. You came in with Peter, who was another goblin. Peter became a nilbog. This is a word problem. <laughs> How many apples does Peter have? Um, and so why were, won't he shut the hell up about it? There were two dead ones <laughs> in the cave, and then there's the one nilbog playing the, the long pipes. So goblins should not go into the cave... Because this cave turns them into nilbogs? I will I will let you know that Damocles doesn't know this doesn't know this because I'm still in the cave, technically. Well, no, I, I was just gonna say like Is there anything to indicate that the Nilbog is related to the goblins in this entry? Yes. As far as its existence. Yes. Can I read something that really spells that shit out? <laughs> or is there something that gives us an immediate plan of action? Something to do. We'll we'll come back to the journal in a second here. Okay. Um, going back into the cave, the the two nilbogs have have sat down. The one with the long pipe has just thrown it over his shoulder, and it lands with a sport onto the wall. It starts like climbing down it like one of those sticky dudes oh, that climbs gnarly. down the wall. <laughs> Damakos nopes the fuck out of there. <laughs> And the OG Nilbog says, Go ahead! No, I'm interested in this. What do you got for me? Siggy turns to Damakos and, and looks to see if he has any sincerely interesting things to ask him because the only questions that Siggy has are, Where did you come from? What is the trumpet? Can I see the trumpet? I'd really like to see the trumpet. So, How are you using so, it? So, Can I see it? Wh- whoa. Damocles sees you looking at him and thinking, and then just goes, okay, fine. Boxers or briefs? Neither. And then just sits there. <laughs> the Nilbog looks at Damocles and says, uh, conceived or adopted? Ooh. Uh, conceived. Ooh. And, uh, gestures to look at you guys again. Siggy says, Nilbog seems to be goblin backwards. It, it nods like it's following you. <laughs> how did that come about? That's not how you play 20 questions. Uh, but we'll <laughs> be happy to play... Boxers pl- or briefs. <laughs> We'd be happy to to change things up a bit. So what, what, did, what did you ask him? You, you said... How, like, how the goblins became the Nilbog. The OG Nilbog uh, holds the trumpet and he says... The mighty trumpet brings the nilbog to the floor. And then it looks at uh, at the two of you and says, Why'd you come in here to cause shit in my feckin' house? Damakos apologizes immediately again. Like, yo, we're very sorry. Very sorry, right, Siggy? Sorry. Siggy, Siggy nods her head. Okay, Siggy sorry too. But we're actually looking for that trumpet to stop a war. We think? Siggy stands up and gets in front of Damakos, and she 
she claps her hands together and says, we were hired to stop a war, but I'm really curious to see if I can become an Emong. Clever. <laughs> the face, like the, the jovial face just kind of fades away. And it's like just genuine. Like it's a mixture of disgust and confusion. And he says, you what? You know. You want an Emong? Yeah, you know, gnome backwards. I want to be as cool as you. You guys seem like you have a lot of fun. The two of them look at each other and they say, that's feckin' racist. All right? That's not how it works. It's not just, they, look, that guy's not just going to become a a fleeting, mm. a, 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 gif, <laughs> a gif-linked a geeflink, they look at each other and like this seems to go on for like ten minutes of them trying to say Damn, it, right. fix it. One of them one of them actually like just like rips up like just like gets a sheet of paper out of seemingly nowhere and starts writing it out and he's like, Alright, so it's Tiefling T E A in the arrows No, it's not T E A, it's T I E T I E. That don't that that can't be right. That can't Damakos doesn't know either, but he's definitely trying to help. <laughs> like he's over there, like over behind their shoulder, like, no no no, what about no, this is how I think it's how you spell it. Siggy grabs his tail and pulls him back and tries to get into his ear real quick, like we told them last time we were trying to stop a war and they didn't care. We need to get it out of their hands. Well, they were just distracted pretty harshly. Yeah. They are still very distracted. They're, now they've spelled it, but they're trying to figure out how to pronounce it. All right, it's Gneef Nilfeet. Nilfeet. Nope, nope. But they... Guys, the G is silent. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're over here, but also still arguing about whether it's T-E-A or T-I-E. One of them starts talking about there's obviously a Y in there. There's got to be a Y. Siggy right? chimes in. Yeah, uh, the, the Y is silent. There's after two. The, after the H. Two Ys? Two Ys. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's, it's like saying that has busted this whole thing back wide open. <laughs> Demacos uses his tail um, to kind of like push like you know give siggy the message like yo this is the moment okay siggy is going to i want to i want to just do a straight up grab of the trumpet but like i kind of want to see if we can get out first can damakos like if i grab it and chuck it to damakos could you beeline for the door are you fast enough to do that i uh, i probably at the same speed you do 30. So if I if I grab it and just start honking on my bobo, will something happen? What the Do hell I know is, that what's from... your bobo? Wait, that sounds what's disgusting. What are you talking about? I need you, to, I need you to define what the fuck that is. You yeah. know, honking on your bobo. It's like, uh, you know. No. Um, it's like jerking no, it. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I grab realize Siggy had a bobo, whatever that is. It's an Aerosmith album. Seriously, I think it's supposed to be playing the harmonica. I'm probably just guessing. Yeah, honking on your bobo. Yeah. It is Aerosmith. <laughs> Um, it would be. If I grab it and just start, start, you know, spirit of jazzing on it, will I turn into something? Will I bring the tree down? Like, did my detect magic show me it's really powerful or do I need to get them out with the trumpet? I, the I, trumpet is very powerful. I say that you just start getting your, like, your, your Siggy Gnome Strong on and start playing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, I caught yeah. it. I appreciate it. So I know I know Detect Magic has worn off at this point. It's only a minute. Yeah. I've tried to keep a visual track of that being the same one because we already saw one break. Do I know for sure the one that's dangling on his It is. It's it is still 100%. the same one. The the um the school of magic hang on just a second. Nolan, you're on a hot streak, by the way, with using just odd words. Honking on your bobo, you just use the term dangling, like <laughs> I'm third grader giggling now. Siggy's <laughs> <laughs> uh, supposed to be smart, right? So I'm dang. supposed to use big words. It's got conjuration. The oh. the uh, yeah, it's conjuration magic. Oh shit! Okay. The horn does. Here's the what horn, I want to do. Yeah. I want to I want to attempt the sleight of hand check to see if I can just grab it. And if he detects me, I want to. I mean, I want to grapple. What What is your sleight of hand? My sleight of hand is plus one. 
I have proficiency in it, and David does my tail count. I will say yes. I can try to scoop it off his belt with my tail and kind of, like, sling it at you. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. I mean, from the prophecy and everything, it kind of makes it sound like we want the trumpet to bring the Nilbog to the floor in order to win this war. So why are we trying to get the trumpet when the Nilbog's right the fuck there? Also a good question. We don't know what he wants. Well, yeah, but if we're getting the trumpet so that we can call the Nilbog to help stuff, why don't we just try to get the Nilbog to come along rather than try to get the trumpet? Because he can't leave the tree. Well, we don't know that. We know the one that wasn't holding the trumpet couldn't leave the tree, but the one with the trumpet might be able to leave. Might be able to make I mean, like Peter a tree. Peter supposedly came huh? in. Although, for me, the jury's still out on, is that actually Peter? I have real questions about all that shit. It was Peter. Like, it was same clothes, Honey. same face tattoo, same... It, it was I Peter. I can do all that shit. Going back outside, Tack, you're, you're looking through the uh, the journal. You were looking for something to... I'm looking for mentions of the trumpet in the journal. The only trump trumpet mentions you find are just things that just straight up say, you know... Still guarding the trumpet, trumpet still safe. Nothing about the lore of the trumpet. I, I mean, but is anybody in, in there, is it just making it sound like, it's sitting on this pedestal, it's right there? Yeah, Or yeah, it okay. was all just like, sitting on a pedestal, no one's touched the trumpet. And it doesn't mention the prophecy in any capacity? Well, I guess if it was 200 years ago, there probably wouldn't be. Yeah, no, there there wasn't really much of anything about the prophecy. Moth is is reading over your shoulder now, and she says... Um, is Durak reading? Is Durak reading? Durak's just standing there, uh, a little ways off. And he's just towing the dirt. Towing the dirt? Yeah, just drawing nothing in the dirt with his boot. Oh, okay. I like it. I like the, uh, the imagery of him actually being very confused at a game of tic-tac-toe he's playing against himself. <laughs> He's like, fuck, left foot, that was a good move. There once was a tiefling named Damakos, who shattered your expectations and inspired a run-on sentence instead of the anticipated B, line of a standard limerick. Sometimes he casts the old Eldritch Blast, and the B line would have rhymed with... This poem brought to you by Audible. For our listeners out there, you can get a free one-month trial with our Audible link at audibletrial.com slash finalplank. That's F-I-N-A-L-P-L-A-N-K. That's our parent network, Final Plank. Audible has thousands of audiobooks to listen to, and they even have daily podcasts and news. If you're looking for something to check out, I'm currently listening to the 10th book of the Driz Doerden series. I would highly recommend listening to, well, all of them. If you'd like to listen to that book, or an unmatched selection of other audiobooks, go to our Audible Trial link at audibletrial.com slash finalplank. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash finalplank. Now, back to the shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like the only winning move is not to play. Does it say anything about a no-bog? Then he gets a nosebleed. No, it uh, it it doesn't talk about the prophecy or anything like that. It seems like it starts off as like just a genuine security. Well, log. I rolled a goddamn nat twenty. I know, so you right? tell me what I'm supposed to know. I know. I'm telling <laughs> you. Oh, oh, okay. Here is here is the other thing that you notice. The journal seems to be. You were looking on the outside for any words or, or title of the book. Uh, what you did find was just a number two. God damn it. Does the journal start off as if it's picking up from another journal? The journal starts off as just another security log, but you being a smart person, you think that's right. You think that after a hundred years, uh, or sorry, 200 fucking years of, you know, just logging nothing happening. And this maybe... actually is supposed to go back even fucking further than that. Yeah. Hey, Moth. Yes? Uh, looks like a... I mean, already this journal is lasting way longer than it should, and I'm pretty sure this is actually, like, journal two, points to number two on the book. What do you think this is about? I mean, book one would probably just be more logs, right? Do you think? 
Book one would probably be more logs. But maybe something before the logs? Do you think there's maybe a book three? Or that. That's also a really smart thing. Does the journal, too, like, fill up all the pages? Yep. And it uh, it ends maybe 50 years ago. That's about how long it would take George R.R. R. Goblin to write the third book. <laughs> <laughs> George R.R. R. Goblin's dead. <laughs> he never finished it. All right, well, uh, I guess I'm going to go back in there and uh, see if I can find a book three. All right. Okay. And I'll check for a four while I'm there. <laughs> Fuck it. Are we back in the caves now? Yeah, I'd, I'd say Tack is going back into the cave. We go back to uh, Siggy and Damakos near these two nail bogs, still fighting over Tiefling backwards. Someone at some point suggested that it's pronounced gelatin, and they're getting into a, like, blows were exchanged for a minute. Okay, Siggy is going to turn to, to Damakos and say... I'm gonna I'm gonna have them turn their backs to you. Get ready with a, with trying to grab it if I can't get anything out of them. And she puts her hand like she puts her fist up to do a fist bump and casts guidance on Damakos. That's a plus D4 to skill checks, right? Yes. So nice. whenever you do your sleight of hand check, you get an extra D4. So she's gonna walk around to face to be in front of them, and I I want Damakos to like get behind them. That's what I thought I already kind of was, because I was, like, hanging over their shoulders, like, you know, pointing and, you know, being that guy while they were trying to, like, write. Yeah. Is it possible that I could use thaumaturgy to maybe create a boom or something, maybe behind Siggy to keep them a little bit more interested in Siggy's direction while making the slight of tail check? You can absolutely do that. I, I will tell you... They are, are, you can tell, looking at them, they are heavily distracted. This is not a bit. Copy that, okay. They are actually legitimately angry at one another trying to figure this out. It's like, it's like that old, like, bullshit lore people made up about vampires, where if you throw rice on the ground, they have to pick up each one and count how many are there. This... Oh my I've god. I've never like, heard if, that. If, no. You've never heard that? That's very common. Clearly, I've never heard it. Are you serious? Yeah. Why would I lie about that? So Siggy's going to get in front of the Nilbogs. She's she's going to try and keep this debate going and also try to see if she can get some more information out of them. Sure. She's going to throw out some more letters. Like, oh, no, no, no. Guys, 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 guys. Listen, there's too many apostrophes. And you're missing the H's. There's You have to have the H. It doesn't work if there's not in there. Too many apostrophes? There's not enough goddamn apostrophes! And, like, you're looking down at the paper and there's an apostrophe between each letter and then a few outside of it. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, uh, more apostrophes. Always good. Always good. Adds, uh, adds accents. So, why can't, why, why can't we leave the tree? Is it, be, is it just because we're debating how to spell... Can they all fit? Give me a deception check. I also got a unnatural 20. Unnatural 20 on your uh, sleight yeah. of hand? Sleight of two. Uh, deception? Deception. Yeah, I got an eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. All right, let me check their insight on this. Okay, they got... I doubt they have enough insight to pass a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they don't. They, Woo! um... Wow. In, in the middle of this argument, one of them, like, not even thinking, just, just looks at you and or uh not even looking at you still looking at the thing and just says matter of fact like because the vines hurt dumbass and like still looks at the paper damakos you slip your tail around the trumpet and lift it gently as as you do that whatever like rope was loosely tied around this thing comes loose and you just slip it off with ease your your tail has uh you've tucked it i guess under your cloak maybe under your long you you still wear a long duster right oh yeah yeah your your tail is now like you you can't see your tail sticking out anymore it's hidden under your duster with the fucking trumpet it's, it's rolled up like a butterfly proboscis yes <laughs> i think siggy sees that and she's still going to be looking down at the paper with the nilbogs she's going to minor illusion herself above herself Holding a sign that says, take this to Moth. 
Uh, so yeah, you do that. That that uh that fucking sign is is above Siggy's. Like, take this to Moth. Go, f- fucking go. She's gonna put her hands on the Nilbog's shoulders and go. Damakos is gonna go get bigger paper. We need more space. Uh, I we don't have enough space on this paper to truly come to the the head of this problem. Uh, I wanted to say Damakos was like, you guys, I gotta step outside. I gotta take a leak, and then <laughs> just walks. I mean, away. he's gonna take a leak. Just casually walks he- away. <laughs> Oh, bring paper? Cool. Alright, you, you're you walking out. They haven't noticed shit. They're still arguing over this. Back to Tack. I mean, is he out now? I would say you going back in is happening at the same time uh, as them trying to, you know, sneak this trumpet. Oh, okay. So you're inside. There is... There were other tunnels along the way. You guys went straight yeah. for the, the big one. Um, there's a tunnel to your left and to your right. I'm gonna go with left. Left, as you enter, you... S- I'm trying to decide if I want to go back and take Durak with me just in case. Like, if I know I'm going to try a different tunnel, I would like to have backup. Okay. Yeah, because I, th- I think if I'm like, hey, Durak, I'm going to go back in there. I'm going to try to find this journal, but uh, I'm going to try one of those other ways. Can you come and just kind of hang back and make sure I don't get my... Nothing pops out and tries to whoop my ass? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go in. And turn left. <laughs> All right. Uh, you enter. You just see a, a small desk. The rock, the, the stone in the side of this little dugout, almost study, has been uh, carved out to make a rudimentary bookshelf. And on it are two books labeled one and three. Not much of a bookshelf, if you ask me. There's also... Two encyclopedias, for some reason, the letters Q and that that N with an accent over it. So wait, there's in, there's the Q one and then a N one? There's the Q one and then, okay, there's no word for that. Yeah, that N that with an accent, that little squiggly line over it. With the tilde over it? Tilde, thank you. There's two different books, though, that's the point. Two two other books besides the journals labeled one and three. Can I just fucking take all of them? Sure. Wait, first, can I check and make sure there's like no booby traps or crazy shit? Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I don't want to grab a book and like the world fall apart. What if it opened up like a secret entrance? Well, I'll find out. But first I'm checking the shit. I assume you want a perception check? Investigation. Investigation. Man, but I'm better at perception. That's going to be at 11. 11? Not as good as my usual shit. You don't, Durak you don't looks really around. see. Durak, help me out, maybe, with this? Buddy? Okay, fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 12. <laughs> that is one better than tax. But you, is uh, it enough? <laughs> there's no... There's no traps except for... Uh, you're You're pretty sure that Someone placed a bucket of water on the door, but it they didn't do it right, so now there's just a bucket of water hanging. <laughs> so they started playing mousetrap, and they just got stuck on the setup. Yup. All right, it. Derek. Well, uh, I definitely want that end book, and I figure like we need three, but do you think we should just take all of them? Yep, of course. I'll grab the other two. Interestingly enough, the the Q encyclopedia is bigger than the tilde N. Go figure. And three is actually the smallest of the journals. Uh, actually, no. One, two, and three are the same size. So, fuck it. Let's just say for simplicity's sake, you take Q and three. You sunk my battleship. Clever. <laughs> yeah. So, you you have the two biggest books. So, I'll grab Tilda in and journal one. Probably don't need journal one, but might as well just take all of these. For yes. science. Journal one is the thing you don't need of the plot device you made and the book I just made. Have up. you ever played Skyrim? Like, how many <laughs> how many journals have you had later on? You're like, oh, this what? That's that pound I've been trying to shed. <laughs> book one and two. <laughs> Everyone knows that theater is meant to be seen and not read. So, uh, yeah, you you got this book. Uh, are y'all heading out? Uh, I'm I'm gonna ask Derek if he wants to check what's down the right. I mean, I I I don't know if I would or not. I really don't. So I'm asking him what he thinks. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, let's go. 
as you guys are, are leaving the, the journal room, you uh, you see Damakos come out, and Damakos, you see them come out of the, the journal room. And I, I guess y'all are both out on the way out. Y'all don't say anything to one another. You aren't like, oh, man, it's so crazy to no, see you. still here. trying to stay I'm still. I'm going to give him the nod. Yeah. Damakos grabs the book, both books, puts them under one arm, and puts his hand on Damakos, or on Durak's shoulder, and says, okay. And then walks around <laughs> and outside. Back to uh, Siggy and, and the Nilbogs. Somehow or another, they on this sheet, they have created the first car. There is there are blueprints for a <laughs> a Ford Pinto just <laughs> on the fucking paper. Can Siggy accidentally touch the rear of the car and have it explode? Pinto joke. Okay, cool. No, I, I, I knew that. I was just like they they would be so fucking mad about that. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be Wayne Campbell's Gremlin, like on the piece of paper. You know? Oh, they've written... <laughs> like, yeah, it's the gremlin from Wayne's World with the flames on it, too. No, I got you I got you one better. They haven't drawn a car. They're actually, like, halfway through writing the script to gremlins. <laughs> They're just halfway through it, and one of them, one of them starts humming... And he's like, that's good, that's good! Put that in there! <laughs> you know, it's gotta take place at Christmas! <laughs> it's a holiday movie, goddammit! Siggy wants to know if she can get any more information from them. I mean, like, this is the second time she's come into this cavern and not really gotten anything of substance. Is is there... Can I do an insight check? Can I do something to see if spending more time is going to be worth the effort or if I should just peace now that we got the trumpet? I mean, I... I... I, I don't think you need to make an insight check. What you do know is that, like, you asked him one question already, and he, he seemed, like, engrossed enough in what he's doing that he answered. What you will have to continue doing is making deception checks so that they don't catch on to the fact that, you know, you're trying to bleed him for information. Okay. She's going to lean in and and look and be like, oh, I think Candle Nights would be a better holiday. <laughs> Why don't you guys want to help the goblins? Give me a deception check. Uh, I rolled a one. Not natural. I rolled a two. But I had to take one off of it, so... Why do you have to take one off of deception? Oh, you're a cleric and not a paladin. Oh, okay. My no bad. Charisma. Can I cast guidance cool. on myself? It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> they stop, and they look up at you, and they say, Why would we want to help the goblins? Because it's part of the prophecy you're you're supposed to help them what fucking prophecy the one about the trumpet and the bass and the tweeters that you're part of they they just continue to stare at you confused y- you know the bass and the tweeters make the nilbog play the trumpet to come to the floor i don't know i only heard it once you're supposed to help them no 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 my sweet summer child the trumpet is a curse the trumpet why do you think we kept the trumpet in here guarded safe away from other goblins and it reaches for where the trumpet was and says this trumpet is still in like a crouching position like a three-point stance like uh you know someone and she casts long strider and she gets the fuck out of there all right give me an athletics check real quick she rolled Athletics, uh, 16. <laughs> cool. They they rolled a 15 minus 1, 14. Um, so you, uh, you're on your way out, and they're saying, You son of a bitch! Give me a charisma saving throw real so quick. So for theater of the mind, have you guys ever seen Stewie Griffin riding his tricycle? His big wheel? Yeah. How his legs <laughs> just grow for no reason? That is exactly, <laughs> you're either pulling a Velma Dinkley from a pup named Scooby-Doo, where your legs are just a tornado as you're going, or they're unnaturally, <laughs> literally long striding. <laughs> um, 15. 15, okay. You feel yourself kind of chuckle about what you've done, but uh, you kind of snap out of it and you know that it was magic. You know they were trying to make you laugh uncontrollably. You turn the corner and you see Durak waiting for you. 
uh, right at the uh, entrance. Siggy, Siggy doesn't slow down. She's still, she's still got the the long strider going on, and she's throwing the deuces behind her head at the nilbogs, and she sees Dirac and just goes, uh, "We got to get out of here. I pissed them off, and I think they're gonna kill us." Also, the trumpet's cursed. Bye, and then just <laughs> just keeps going. Dirac knows a strategic receipt. Dirac knows a strategic retreat when he sees one. He follows her. All right. Uh, the also, nilbogs she him, are coming she around. The fist bump as she runs by. <laughs> the nilbogs are coming around the corner and they see you, Durak, and they say, uh, "Get the biggin." He turns. You want me to roll for something? Yeah, give me, give me just one. All right, that's a nine. Cool. They rolled a five minus one four. So you, you like don't even like need to run. You just kind of like jump backwards and go through the vines, and uh, you do that. Everyone's on the other side, and Moth is just looking at all of you, you know, like, who came out, maybe, like, 30 seconds apart, each one of you, maybe less. And she says, so I take it was a success. And as she says that, one of the nilbogs breaks through the vines and says, You bastards! I'll kill every last one of you! And holding his finger out, you watch him age quickly. Wait. Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Last Crusade. You see him uh, fade away Last Crusade style uh, and just fall to the ground a heap of dust. I was thinking like Spider-Man from Infinity War dust. I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. No, he turns around and (laughs) I don't feel good, Peter. (laughs) Ah, That's a good one. Siggy's going to go up and just brush the dust away. She's, she's, she is very over Nilbogs. She just, all right, all right, that's enough. Enough of that. Enough of that. We're done. We're done. We have the trumpet. She turns around and looks at Moth. It's cursed. What can you do? What's cursed? Is the trumpet still the trumpet right now? Because, like, that's what Tack wants to know. Tack wants to check. This is still the fucking trumpet, right? This didn't suddenly turn to some bullshit, right? It, I, I mean, Damakos, you have the trumpet. I guess my tail un- unrolls. From its little rolled up position there. And I kind of put it in my hands and I'm like, eh? Just hold it, hold it out. Moth pulls out a, uh, a little monocle. and or, or no, sorry, doesn't pull out a monocle. You just see her blink and her eyes go bright, bright blue. And she says, it's definitely real and it's definitely magic. I don't know anything about a curse. What do you mean cursed? Siggy just looks up at her and says, they were incensed when I asked them why they wouldn't help the other goblins, and they said that they were keeping the goblins from the trumpet because it's cursed. That's all I got. They got pissed off, and I ran away because I can't hurt them. So that's what I got. I got book three. She says, well, read it. There's only, there's only like ten pages. I don't work for you, Moth. There, there's not many pages in this one, but but as you read it, like it becomes more and more clear that like the job became less about guarding the trumpet and more about just you know no one's gonna come for the fucking trumpet, and then uh, you know just just talking about the funny things that you know the the goblins did together, you know on on quote unquote on duty, and then uh, one day it does go back to kind of a a log of security. And it, it just mentions someone uh, in a cloak attempting to come in and take take the trumpet. But instead of taking it, they played it. And that's where the journal entries end. Guys, I don't think we should play this trumpet. Moth says, but but why not? That's the prophecy. The, the bass and the tweeters make well, the speakers go to war. The, I mean, like, look, we have like 200, probably like we even more than that of these goblins just doing logs and hanging out and doing goblin shit. And then somebody came in dressed a little bit like Damakos, but kind of like you. I don't know what your deal is. I don't know your life story. But they came in, played the trumpet, then they stopped writing. That's not good. Bad Hmm. stuff won't happen. I'm going to grab the encyclopedia with Tilda in. I want to I mean, does it go through to anything that says no bog? Every page, there's a slice of ham between the pages. Just every page. Paper thin cut ham. All right. Wow. <laughs> Durak eats the ham from like several pages. <laughs> we all know that cave food is safe. It's, uh, 
to anyone else, Durek, this would be food poisoning waiting to happen. To you and your orcish constitution, this is aged ham from a nice charcuterie board. Hell yeah. Pig don't go bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you you grab some of that nice aged pork. <laughs> I mean, can we consider for a second where it's talking about blowing the trumpet and that brings the nilbog to the floor? That That's how it goes, right? That's the prophecy. That's not in the journal. What do we think to the floor specifically means in this instance? Mott says, I assumed it meant to the battlefield. I, I assumed that too, but maybe it means like to the floor, kill it. I don't know. No. Everybody has a a base or a floating castle. What What's the goblin's home base called? Durag's just looking at the ground, wondering why they're all arguing about where the floor is. Also, does anybody else hear Drowning Pool's bodies hit the floor, but it's now Nilbox hit the floor? Let the Nilbox hit the floor. Nilbox hit the Nilbox hit the floor. I'm just I'm trying to think of what, what next to do. Moth suggests, uh, she, she says, listen, we, you've done good work. You've, you've found out things we didn't know before about the trumpet. What we need to do, I, I think we need to bring this information to the speakers and see if they know anything else. Was it uppercase G or lowercase G that died when they ran out? Was it Peter or the Was Nilbog? Was it o- OG oh, or new G? Uh, it was Peter. Also, just as a side note, Siggy grabbed her bag on the way out. Okay, cool. <laughs> just, just to for continuity's sake. Damkos yeah. is getting real nervous about holding this horn, guys. Let's take it to the speakers. Siggy, Siggy wants to take it to uh, Big Tumba, Big Tomba, Big Trumpet. We want to give him the trumpet. I forgot that's what that's the name I gave that guy. I regret that name. That's a stupid goddamn no, it's, name. It's amazing. Moth kind of nods and says, "Yes." I, I think that would be wise. While we're walking, can I just flip through a little bit of Journal 1 and see if they list, like, what suddenly inspired everyone to... There was a time where this was not being guarded. Why did they suddenly say, hey, go guard it? Like, if it says anything about, like, how the journal, how the trumpet was discovered there or anything. Journal 1, the first page, lists the trumpet as a cursed item that brought a cursed spirit that possessed goblins. Boom! <laughs> uh, it was put away because some goblins got the idea that the, the Nilbog was some savior to all Nilbogs imprisoned and such. The stunning thing to you is that this first entry is 500 years old. And it's made by the same goblin? Guys, remember? Same hey, goblin. Hey, guys, I'm going to, because I imagine as I was reading, I was trailing a little bit behind. I'm going to jog up there. Guys, guys, and I, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm gestured with my actual <laughs> going there. Uh, I'm going to point at it, and I'm handing that to Moth. And be like, this is why I think we don't blow it. Look, it's right here. Yeah. She Read that out loud for the group to hear. Yeah, she she reads it and she says, well, I think that's all the proof we need to give the goblins. But, I mean, that still leaves the question of why does this prophecy exist? What if it's not specific to goblins, but, like, anybody who blows it would get cursed? Do you think we could get, like, the the base or the tweeters to maybe blow this and then... They could get cursed and fucked up, and then the goblins will be okay? She just kind of shrugs. She says, I, I don't know. It, it specifically says to keep it out of goblin hands. I don't know if that's because, you know, goblins were the only ones who had access to it, or if it only works for goblins. Well, I guess we should still take it back to, to Big Tomb, though. That's what we were hired to do. But we should make sure he knows this stuff. And she nods her head and says, I agree. I don't know what we're going to do to help them. When So we're, we're moving back to the goblin base, right? <clears throat> yeah. Before we get there, can Siggy, can Siggy stop everybody? Sure. She can try. <laughs> 
Moth Moth definitely stops. She grabs the trumpet and she hands it to Moth. I want you to play it. Moth looks at you like again, can't see her face because of the mask, but like you can tell it's a look of what the ever loving fuck. Because she says, What the ever loving fuck? <laughs> just just give me a toot. If it's just goblins, then we know not to give it to the goblins. But if it's other people... But what are we going to do if it messes her up? We Hopefully she's strong enough to know. She, she hands the trumpet back to you and says, Child, if it turns me into anything like those, I will be an unstoppable force. Why don't we give it to the Siggy weakest? Alright. Uh, you honk and nothing happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we don't give it to the goblins. She, Moth, grabs it out of your hands and says, That was stupid. Are you kidding me? What if it did turn you? Process of elimination. Y'all could have killed me. Literal elimination. Yeah. She looks around at all of you. respects this, but is also baffled by it. (laughs) Siggy is not concerned about... She's she is more again. Siggy is focused on getting this done and getting a good grade. If sacrificing <laughs> herself, her bodily safety, she's okay with getting a a post a post humorous uh, uh, a yeah a <laughs> like a fucking medal of a, yeah, honor yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Siggy died. That's awesome. Finding her grade. She gets a purple A plus. I don't know if you guys have figured this out yet. I, I, Siggy is going to take risks. She's yeah. here to take risks. She smacked the button in episode two to see if the beholder would attack. She didn't come to make friends. She came to win. She, she came to get a degree. <laughs> Moth just kind of shakes her head and she looks at Durak and says, can I trust you not to play this? Durak growls and shakes his head. He's mad at Siggy, but he ain't real fond of how Moth's been talking down to her either. So he just kind of gives her the side eye. Yeah, Moth. He side eyes Moth real hard. Uh, she hands it to you, and then she also like places her hand in a way to fist bump you. He holds out his hand and frowns. You you guys are right outside uh, one of the secret entrances to the uh, the Goblin base, the burrow, as it were, and she. Um, she just begins to walk in. I follow her in. Durek's walking with Damakos with the trumpet tucked under his arm. I mean, I always go last. Yeah. Unless someone else specifically says that they are bringing up the rear, just assume that's me. <laughs> sure. I was about to say, I, I think this is a good place to end. We're at like an hour and a half. And also, like, y'all, a lot of shit happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Good game, guys. Yeah. Give us a... Uh, uh, dramatic ending so that i can edit that in there sure so that it's like and that's where we'll end our episode you know the, the- yeah hold on let me let me um uh set a more dramatic scene all right so moth hands the uh the trumpet over to durak um and she just kind of looks at at siggy and uh says it's fine if you're on your own and you want to be self-destructive. But speaking as a graduate of Faerun University, you putting your party in danger is nearly unforgivable. And she walks into the burrow and just leaves you with that. Siggy looks to her team for comfort. Durak looks at Siggy. <laughs> Durak looks at Siggy and says, "She's right, you know. You could have got us all killed or worse." Still, he says, he's grinning. You got some stones on you, and he holds out his fist. She bumps him back. Uh, Tack kind of does that ooh face, and he's like, "I mean, she's kind of right. I'm not mad at you, but I mean, she's got a point there." The ends justify the means. We got it. We're good. We'll we'll address it next time. (laughs) Siggy's going to follow Moth in then. 
Tune in next time, same quest time, same quest channel, for Good Better Quest. This has been an episode of Good Better Quest. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Our dungeon master is David Hallman. The players are Nicole Davis, Alan Day, Doug Holly, and Nolan Lacey. Edited by Nolan Lacey. Intro music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at finalplank.com or on Twitter at finalplank or Instagram at finalplank or on Facebook. Please check us out. As always, thank you for listening.